Aquarius Rising, Astrology Radio with Chrissy Blaze. Aquarius Rising is a place where we reflect on why we're here and on the mystery and infinity of the cosmos. We're amazed by Mother Earth, by the galaxies and solar systems, and the influence of the planets in our lives. Astrologer and author Chrissy Blaze will give an overview of what's happening now and will reveal how you can use the magical powers of the planets to unlock your limitless potential. Find out more by visiting astrologycity.com. Hello, everybody. A very warm welcome to you. Um, I hope you had a great month. Difficult, I know, for many people, and the astrology of this month, I'm afraid, continues to be intense. Mind you, that's not all bad. After all, the astrology is based on the motto, uh, as above, so below. In other words, all that we're seeing happening on Earth right now, from COVID-19 to all the uh, things that are happening, especially in the U.S. and around the world, is a reflection of what is happening in the heavens. But it's how we interpret these energies that uh, defines what we can expect. It's up to each and every one of us to use these energies. Because I have to point out, as I have before, and it's an important point, that the, the symmetry, the patterns of the planets are perfect in that through their movements, they are designed uh, part of this divine plan to help all life on this solar system. That's not just human life, but all life in this solar system to evolve. And this is uh, why we're here, to learn, to grow, and to evolve. But because we, humanity as a whole, I'm not talking about you, but humanity as a whole, has stro- strayed uh, quite a way from what we should be, Many people having a desire to do whatever they want, whenever they want, regardless of the consequences which affect other people, instead of embracing the divine laws, such as the law of karma. And uh, in many of the great religions, they talk about this. As you sow, so shall you reap. Action and reaction is opposite and equal. So what we do not only affects us, but affects others and the whole world to a certain extent. And because there is still so much division and hatred and selfishness and even violence taking place, you see that these intense energies are sort of stirring people up in a way um, because there are, a lot of people are unable to handle the intensity of the energies which are in the heavens at the moment. The result is that we can see chaos. And, but rest assured, too, um, the hopeful part is that there is th- these energies are so high and so uh, powerful that a number of people, many, many people, are kind of awakening. People like us are seriously reaching for the light, working for what's good, and um, working in selfless ways to help others and so on. And I, I think the darkness that we're seeing now is, is like the dying embers of an era. And yet we're seeing the shoots coming through of a new, exciting time for us. 
we who want to do nothing more than move towards peace and enlightenment can use these potent energies to not just look deeply and honestly within themselves, and this is a very important thing to do at this time, but to come outwards in the realization that even though we're one, we still can play a vital role as, these, as an agent, if you like, of transformation in by acting and thinking and being in peaceful, loving, um, spiritual ways. Because after all, we have, the, we have the cosmos behind us in a way, helping us with the agents of this divine plan, the great spiritual uh, masters, the ascended masters of the spiritual hierarchy of earth, the, the cosmic masters helping us, inspiring us to win. So it's important, I think, at this time, particularly at this time, to let's choose the winning side, which requires uh, some courage. Uh, it requires us to be hopeful, uh, compassionate. And if we have this approach and honest with ourselves too, then during these powerful astrological periods, we can advance greatly in our evolution. This is a time for us to really, really make breakthroughs with our own uh, realizations and our own enlightenment and become more powerful in our work for God. Whatever religion we may espouse, or even none at all, if we're helping others, service is the key in these days. So today I'm going to be focusing mainly on the planetary, uh, it's called a stellium of planets in Aquarius, which is taking place leading up to and especially powerful on February the 11th. Um, this is another historic alignment of planets, which is extremely important. And I will also talk briefly about Mercury retrograde because we just came into a, a Mercury retrograde period on the 30th of January. Uh, right through to February the 21st. I'm feeling it already, a lot. So love to hear if you are. Um, I will talk about that and end also with a section on the sign of Aquarius and a forecast for what people with sun in Aquarius, moon in Aquarius, or Aquarius rising can expect. So first of all, this uh, alignment of planets. You may call it configuration. In astrology, it's called a stellium. But anyway, on February the 11th, there is a, an alignment of six planets in Aquarius, including a new moon on that day. That's why I picked that day. This is somewhat similar to the configuration that most of you won't remember because it was in 1962, but it took place on February the 5th, 1962, and this was a seven-planet lineup of planets in Aquarius, together with um, a total solar eclipse. So it's extremely powerful, more powerful than the one now, but very, very similar. And many people, including myself, regarded this as the beginning of the Aquarian age. And some of you may remember uh, the songs uh, at the time. This is the dawning of the age of Aquarius. And this was around that time, I believe, and after that time, in the 60s. So I also believe that the Aquarian Age began uh, at that time, 1962, and leading up to 1964. Those couple of years, these, these ages, because they're so long, they're 
60 years approximately each age. Because the ages are so long, the, it's hard to pinpoint exactly the point where the age starts. There's an overlap. But so powerful was, was the one in 1962 that my spiritual teacher, Dr. George King, the founder of the Etheria Society, said in a, a lecture he gave, actually on the Devic Kingdom, that this is a time that the great teacher should have come. That in itself is another fascinating topic, and unfortunately I don't have time to go into that now. But if you are interested in uh, learning more about uh, the next master, the great teacher that the master was referring to, I believe, then please do visit Aetherius.org, and you can find out more about that or email me too. By the way, if anything I bring up that you'd like to hear more about, please do contact me, and the best way to do that is go to astrologycity.com, and there's a contact page, and the email will come to me. It was also a time in 1962 when a series of power transmissions, great energies, was released to the Earth by cosmic intelligences to counteract what could be and were very negative energies from all this planetary power, only because of the evolution or lack of mankind as a whole at that time. These alignments, as I say, should in all ways be positive. And if we had, humanity had been in a better place at that time, 1962, then no doubt the great teacher that Dr. King was referring to would have come. But um, possibly, this is just my thoughts. So these alignments are helping us to grow, to unlock our divine potential. And it's good to think about that one in 62 and think about the one that's coming up very soon in a few days to start preparing to make this for you a very, very special and important time. Uh, especially as it's a, a new moon on that day. Uh, it's a time for a new beginning, a time to let go of anything in our lives that are holding us back. It, might be, it could be anything from your opinions, your beliefs, your relationships, your career, whatever it is. Um, it's a time to step forward through this portal fully into this new, exciting era. So when you have six planets, in this case, February the 11th, it's the Sun, the New Moon, Jupiter and Venus, Mercury retrograde also, and Saturn together in the same sign with Pluto kind of visually joining the alignment at the end of the previous sign, Capricorn, uh, astrologically, it's not part of the alignment for certain reasons, but visually, if you look at the chart, there's a mass of planets together, um, and that is, as each planet represents energy, one can predict a great intensification of the energy of the sign uh, in which it falls, which is Aquarius, values of social change, humanitarianism, science, um, on the positive side, brotherhood of man, etc., So in the case of the 62 configuration and the February 11th configuration, they were both in the sign of Aquarius. There's some similarities. Both results, certainly the one in 62, resulted in tremendous changes of social and spiritual consciousness after that point. The 60s was the beginning of a new spirituality, a transformative love, if you like. On the negative side, we saw... Um, 
drugs, free sex, a blurring of identity, confusion over boundaries, and so on. At this time, February the 11th, um, as well as this lineup of planets, including the new moon, there's a similar aspect called a square. It's a difficult aspect to the whole alignment by the ruler, ruling planet of Aquarius, which is Uranus. And Uranus happens to be in the sign of Taurus right now, which is the ruler of the Earth. So this whole intensification of energy, this whole lineup of planets, this whole um, mass of energy is ha having a difficult, Uranus is making a very difficult aspect. And Uranus is the sign of sudden change. And it's in the sign of Taurus, which doesn't like change. And it's also the ruler of the Earth, the planet Earth. So it, it's similar to 62, but not as soft. With 62, there was also a square aspect, but from the planet Neptune, which is kind of a softer thing. But this, this one is kind of a slightly harsher, but it can bring, because it's in the sign of Taurus, a new respect for Mother Earth, um, because Uranus is, in, is such an, a powerful planet and the ruler of astrology, the sign of Aquarius, organizations like the Aetherius Society, if there is any other organization like the Aetherius Society, and also, because it's in the sign of Taurus, a flowering of art, I believe, culture, poetry, and a new dimension to science, which is very much a part of the teachings of the Aetherius Society, when one of the transmissions given through Dr. King by the Master Jesus very interesting about this age this Aquarian age I believe when he said science by itself is like the soulless wanderer of the realms of night but a warmth will come out of love to fashion it into a tool and this I think is what we'll see happening more and more but on the negative side since Uranus is the planet um, of revolution of sudden change as well as revelation we could see leading up to and after this point earth changes earthquakes mudslides um, the breaking down of things that we thought thought were secure in our lives and we're seeing that now with um, politics in the u.s and so on and as well as this this kind of shaking energy will bring i believe the rats out into the light uh, more of a desire to tear down the status quo and as far as us personally, if we're clinging on to something for the sake of security alone, we can expect a wake-up call. Um, because the planets are reminding us that the only security is within. I mean, yes, we need, obviously we need jobs, we need to have earn money and so on. But it's not necessarily that's what I'm talking about. It's something that we're clinging on to, and it can be our outworn beliefs and opinions and this type of thing too so I, I ask you to think about this at this time it really is the greatest time to focus on spirituality um, the Aetherius Society I mentioned the International Spiritual Order of which I've been a member for decades will be very active um, at this time as it always is actually of radiating love and light to our world and on February 11th on this day I will be conducting a special online service of the 12 blessings. Now, grab a pen and write this down, because 
It's a great time for us to join together. We do join anyway in the regular uh, uh, services here with um, hundreds of people in different countries of the world. And this one is at 12blessings.org, 12blessings.org. And it's February the 11th at 3 p.m. Eastern time. And it'll be a service quite a, talking about this alignment, but also the main part of it will be um, using the prayers and the blessings, the 12 blessings, and you can find out more about that on this website. So to please join me if you can, because this is one of the very best ways by joining together with like-minded people around the world, um, joining in these tremendous spiritual practices and prayers, one of the best ways we possibly can to cooperate with this magnificent alignment of energy. Please be there because the world needs our love. And we can really help at this time. I know we can. So let's have a little break now. Over to the producer for a little break before we go on to the next part. If you only know your sun sign, you can learn a lot about yourself. In Superstar Signs by Chrissy Blaze, you will learn hitherto unknown secrets about who you are and who you can become. Blaze illustrates the 12 sun signs with 60 fascinating figures from history who each illustrate the struggles and triumphs of every sign. Find out more at astrologycity.com. Hello again, and I'm moving on now to uh, Mercury retrograde. Everybody kind of groans when I talk about that. But it's not all bad at all. As I say, it's January the 30th, and it's in um, the sign of Aquarius, of course. Everything seems to be in the sign of Aquarius right now. And it's up until February the 21st. So be prepared. I'm already... um, it's kind of connected to problems with technology and this kind of thing quite often because Mercury is the planet that rules communication. Um, it's fast-moving communication. It rules the Internet. It rules communication of all types. It rules technology. So all those daily things that we have to cope with in this very uh, mercurial world, I think, because it's very fast-moving, uh, like the planet Mercury, and It's a time for us, though, to slow down, if we can. Because if we don't, then uh, we can have, you know, trip up with these everyday communications. It's a time to sort of take a breath before you make a decision. If you're in a conversation with somebody and it gets a bit heated, it's a time, again, to take a breath before you answer. Um, Because you can say things that you will later regret during this time. It's a time when you're about to send an email berating somebody, when just pause, have a cup of tea or something, and come back to it. You know, don't rush into things. And um, so this is the positive part, is that life is slowing down in a way, and we're being urged to reflect and revisit past projects. It's a very good time to do that. If you've been working on a, a project, it can be um, 
oh, just a paper or a book even, whatever it is, an idea that you're developing, don't rush through it, but spend the time to go back to the beginning and rethink it. Because if you do, you'll find that it comes out better afterwards. So it's good for that. It's good for um, working on relationships, people that perhaps you've had an issue with in the past. This can be a very good time for reconciliation. It's not a good time to move forward with plans, to launch something new is really not a good time. But it's not impossible if you're very, very cautious. My, the publisher of my book on Mercury Retrograde, the first time, first publisher, Warner Books, a big publisher, big name, and um, they told me that they wanted me to write this book because they, um, they took it very seriously, so seriously, in fact, that during... Um, the times of Mercury retrograde, they would not sign any new contracts. And I said to them, you know, I think you're wrong. You can sign, you can sign contracts, but make sure your lawyer really looks through it carefully and this type of thing. Don't just stop doing everything. And that's my advice to everybody, and which I put in the book. Well, anyway, eventually they, um, they were no longer a publishing house. They lost their... Uh, they lost out there, and I think that was one of the reasons. But anyway, someone else picked up the book, and it is still um, in publication. If you're interested in reading, it goes into it much more deeply than I can now. So use this in a very positive way. Slow down. Go out and in the snow and uh, here and in other parts of the world and uh, just enjoy nature, breathe, and all those kind of things. If you have certain negative habits, then this, again, is another time to think about that. So it's interesting that you have this time now, leading up to February the 11th, Mercury is retrograde. So it's kind of all the planets are asking us to let go of things from the past and giving us the opportunity to do that. Be prepared to talk through problems or frustrations that you have with anyone. This is an important time. It's a time to forgive. It's a time to move on from problems in the past. Now, there are other Mercury retrograde periods. They're usually about three weeks at a time, and there's usually uh, three and sometimes four periods a year. This year, they're all in the air signs. That's Aquarius, Gemini, Libra. And the next one is May the 29th to June the 11th. The one after that, September the 27th to October. October the 23rd. I think you'll find them on my website, uh, Astrology City. So make the most of that. And now I want to talk a little bit about Aquarius, the great Aquarians. And I have to say, I, I really like Aquarians. They're unusual. They can be quirky. They uh inventive they have inventive minds they tend to think outside the box and they're very uh, humanitarian they like people all people different types they tend to collect people of all different types and ages and backgrounds and that's very aquarian and they're usually very interested in astrology because they are interested in people they like people but of all the people i know and have met the, uh, the one person who truly exemplified an enlightened Aquarian was my spiritual master, of course, Dr. George King. And yet, because of his stage of enlightenment, because he was a cosmic master, 
he wasn't ruled by the planets as we tend to be, but was able to use their energies as tools. And I would like to read, I wrote about him in my book, Superstar Signs. I not only talk in depth about each sign, but also included um, about half a dozen people who kind of exemplify the sign in different ways. People I admire uh, through history and recently. And the one that I truly admired, of course, was my uh, spiritual master. And so I'd like to read a short excerpt from Superstar Signs, which anyone who's listening who has Aquarius sun, moon, or rising sign may, may be able to relate to this. Dr. George King. His ideas were new and ahead of their time. And in comparison to his lightning mind, I and others I have met in this lifetime seem slow and dull in comparison. Although I could write about many of my master's qualities, for the purposes of this brief tribute, I shall focus on several of his abilities that could be described typical of the enlightened Aquarius, such as his remarkable telepathic abilities and his feats as an inventor. This sun sign, Aquarius, is at home in the realms of thought and telepathy with unusual mental powers. Dr. King was a good example. He understood and gave profound teachings on the power of the mind. He excelled in the realms of imagination and creative visualization. Even as a boy, he never hesitated to think thoughts on a grand scale. He dreamed of a better world and worked hard to bring his vision to life, another hallmark of the enlightened Aquarius. Later, his focused effort through years of strict yoga discipline led him to attainment of the highest states of consciousness. By the early 1950s, his wisdom and mastery were evident to all around him. Through incredible mental control, he was able to levitate, to dematerialize and rematerialize and leave his body at will. However, ever seeking ways to serve mankind rather than concentrate on his own advancement, he soon left behind his own bliss and phenomenal psychic abilities to begin his global mission of world healing achieved by a new science combined with spirituality that he invented. Currently, the age of Aquarius is in its infancy, and Dr. King was a spiritual pioneer and forerunner of this age. This is a very short extract from uh, one of the tributes to the many people in Superstar Signs, and it just gives a glimpse into what the enlightened Aquarius can achieve through lifetimes of effort and, uh, and discipline and focus. It's something to, we can all aspire to. And you can find out more about uh, Dr. King at his website, drgeorgeking.org. That's www.drgeorgeking.org. Please do check that out. It's very fascinating with many of his tremendous accomplishments. Uh, throughout his life. Now, I'd just like to end with a, a little forecast for Aquarius, Sun, Moon, and Rising Sign. And I, as I said last month, each month I'm going to do that for 
the sign of the moment right now. We're in the sign of Aquarius. Next month, I will focus on the sign of Pisces. Right now, I have to say, this is an astonishing opportunity for you, for growth, for change, for progress, and a whole reformation of your life. There's really nothing, nothing been like this before for for you Aquarians, probably since 1962, uh, nor will there ever be again, actually. So this is time to really think deeply about where you are in your life. Have you been, you see, Aquarius is a fixed sign, because so you can be very determined and all of that, but you can get fixed and kind of stuck. And right now it's a chance for you to unstick, to think deeply about what you'd really like to achieve in this life and make it the most spiritual, the most selfless way you can. I'm not talking about uh, you know, getting a new car or anything like that, something much higher. Because Aquarians, when they put their mind to it, as you heard about Dr. King, they can achieve a lot to help humanity. They're very humanitarian. So if you're kind of stuck in a rut and you know you could be doing more, now think about how you could achieve this, what steps you can take at this time. And if you do, you will be helped by this tremendous power from the planets. Now, this movement started on December the 21st, 2020, and I did talk about that in a previous show. And if you didn't hear it and you'd like to, the previous shows are archived on this website. Um, Then there was a conjunction of Jupiter and Saturn right next to each other in the first degree of your sign, Aquarius. Then was the beginning of this new era opening up for you. It was like the gateway or the trailhead to this. That's where the journey began. And you may have found some changes, some new thoughts coming in, how, what you'd like to do and what you'd like to change. Well, right now is a time to walk through that door. February the 11th is perfect. There's a new moon, new beginnings. I would say you have to start something on that day. Uh, it's your day. You have to start something, however small it is, whatever you can achieve, that is uh, towards your um, spiritual growth, towards the um, service of humanity. Do join in with this service, um, whatever it is, but do start something. Because you've been having kind of an inner pressure building up over the past few years, which is leading up to this point. And at times that inner pressure may have been quite unbearable. But the purpose has been to push you towards a breakthrough, and you're coming to it right now. This could happen on February the 11th, giving you the power to make a breakthrough. So take the day off work, whatever you have to do, if you can do it, make time to pray, to ask for guidance, to uh, think, to join in spiritual activities and practices and whatever, but make it a special day because it's your day. And it's all, a day for all of us, not just Aquarians. It's a day for all of us to use the power of this day. So Aquarians, you are in the process of undergoing a, an actual transformational experience. 
It's like a rebirth before new growth happening to your inner self. And I strongly suggest you design your life not about what you want to accomplish so much in the world. It's not really about that. But rather focusing on who you are becoming. Of course, it's part and parcel of what you accomplish in the world. Um, but sort of starting with the inner self, making those changes. You're learning to be more flexible. And this is something, being a fixed sign, all the fixed signs have to learn to be a bit, little bit more flexible. And try through self-awareness, through understanding yourself, looking at yourself, not to be set in your ways. Work more on the spiritual planes through studying of yourself and studying of the spiritual truths. Highly recommend the book, The Nine Freedoms, which is man's path through evolution. I mean, it's fantastically helpful uh, for people who are looking to find out what their life is about and where they're going. Uh, through spiritual practices on this day, essential to help to loosen you up and let go of entrenched opinions. Now also, um, Saturn visits your sign uh, briefly between March the 21st and July the 2nd. It's in your sign now. It's leaving and coming back March the 21st and July the 2nd in preparation for a much longer stay that begins December the 16th and lasts right through into 2023. But don't worry, you think, oh, Saturn in my sign, that sounds difficult. Well, actually, it's very much at home in the sign of Aquarius. It works well. But it is a time um, to take responsibility for your choices, your actions, and your feelings. And also on a practical note, um, it's a time to structure your finances. And Saturn in your sign will give you the ability to organize and structure your affairs. You kind of need to consciously apply that to money. Aquarians tend to have a, a sort of a mystical or magical belief system around money. It is somehow guided by luck or the god of fortune. And I suggest you now take a more practical approach to, to this financial aspects of life. Saturn in Aquarius is not so much about setting patterns, but rather about noticing the ones that hold you back and letting them go. And this will continue to happen over the next few years. And even though I'm focusing on, on Aquarius, I have to say all of us can benefit from doing this. This is the time for all of us to spend time doing that too. So it's like we're in the eye of a hurricane. Chaos is reigning around us in the world. While God, the creator, if you like, through the agency of the planets, is telling us loud and clear, let go of everything um, blown away by this hurricane that's useless to us. Hold on to what you truly value. And it's, I'm not just talking about those you love, obviously, yes, but the higher truths, the divine light within you, your great um, inner potential. And if we can all do this now in one degree or another, we can, we can, I really believe that, together we can transform our world. That's how important this time is. So I think my time is running out. Um, thank you so much for listening, and I look forward to um, 
I was going to say, speaking to you again in early March, the first Tuesday in March, in Aquarius Rising. So God bless each and every one of you. And if you have any questions, do contact me through my website, astrologycity.com. And do uh, look at my website, the Ethereum Societies, Ethereum.org, Dr. George King, and all the ones I've mentioned. So thank you so much for your kind attention and very best wishes through this very exciting time ahead. Please do let me know uh, how you fare. Thank you. God bless. We hope you enjoyed the show. Join us on the first Tuesday each month at 12 midday Eastern Time. In the meantime, visit astrologycity.com and complete the contact form to receive Chrissy's bi-monthly astrology newsletter, Cosmic Cafe. Thank you for listening to Aquarius Rising Astrology Radio with Chrissy Blaze. And may the stars shine brightly on you all. <laughs>